Bailouts, considerations for rescuing another company's product. It's rare, but not entirely unheard of that a company might try to save another publisher's product. This isn't unique to the game industry. It can happen for TV shows, books, movies, and a wide variety of other brands and products. Recently, Mythic Games announced that they were passing the torch for two of their funded but not manufactured games, campaigns valued at $3.2 million, to CMON for an undisclosed amount. There was excellent reporting about this situation from Board Game Wire, plus an interview with Mythic, and Alex at Board Game Co. I also previously discussed what creators can do to prevent Mythic meltdowns in reference to a third Mythic Games project that appears to now be in the freight shipping process. Today I'm looking at this type of situation from another angle. If you're a publisher who has the opportunity to rescue a product or project, what are the considerations? Please note that I have no insider, insider information, nor am I a backer of these product, projects. First, empathy and altruism versus breaking even. When a peer is struggling, I feel for them. Even if they put themselves and their customers in a tough position, I'm rooting for them to figure things out. However, solving another company's problems isn't my job or your job. My job is to serve my customers and my team. So if you're considering a bailout, bailout, I think the primary motivator has to be that you see significant long-term upside in making another company's customers your own. Not only is Simon now responsible for manufacturing and shipping these games, they also bought the intellectual property from Mythic. Simon isn't getting the Kickstarter funds. To break even, they will need to sell a huge quantity of Hell and Anastir. Number two, potential for backlash. Alex from Board Game Co. has superb commentary about the unintended consequences of Simon's bailout. You see, Simon isn't producing Hell and, and Anastir exactly as Mythic promised to backers. They've determined that there is a version of these games that makes financial sense for them to make. Otherwise, there's no bailout and backers aren't getting anything. Yet some backers are angry with Simon. If I were a backer of these projects, I would be mad at Mythic, but not at Simon. I understand the frustrations, and this is a crucial, crucial piece of information for backers to consider or for publishers to consider. It is very, very difficult to please people who are already angry, even if you are not the original source of their anger. I would be very hesitant to enter the lion's den. And I love cats. Legal implications, number three, transferring intellectual property and personal information for thousands of backers from one company to the next is not simple. These things do not happen overnight, and if the scale is big, you're probably looking at 100 plus billable hours from lawyers and accountants. Four, focus. I've heard from a few creators and companies over the years who asked if Stillmeyer Games would consider either bringing them in as a studio or acquiring their products so they could just focus on design. These aren't full acquisitions or bailouts, but they're in the same realm. We've looked at these offers and always ended up turning them down, and it's largely due to focus. We want to stay focused on only a few major releases each year, shine a huge spotlight on these releases, and support those games in the long term. More games is not our goal, nor is more overhead. As Leo from Mythic even mentions in the interview, we should have kept a tighter rein on our operating costs and found other sources of revenue, perhaps retail, sooner. We probably hired too many people. Five, you can't please everyone. This mantra applies to many different aspects of entrepreneurship, but I'm specifically thinking about rescuing out-of-print products. For example, Libertalia was a game that was out of print. The rights reverted to the, designer, to the designer, and we worked with Paolo Mori to bring the game back to life via Libertalia Winds of Galecrest. The game has done well for us and brought joy to tabletops, and I'm proud of the large investment in time, creativity, and resources we put into reworking the game for its 2022 release. But there were certainly some people who would have pref just preferred that we reprint the game instead of, completely, instead of creating a completely new edition. I hear that, and I'm grateful for the secondary market and for Board Game Arena. The original game lives on there. 
The whole process, however, made me very wary about doing anything like that again. Last, corporate versus personal. Looping back to my first point, while I think it's rare for a bailout to be a good business decision, that isn't the only well, only way to help appear in need. We're all also individuals. You can personally support companies you admire and appreciate without putting your business at risk, whether it's a small pledge or a major investment. I've done a little of both myself when it's felt right. What do you think about these considerations? What have I missed of, in terms of factors to consider if, an, if a publisher tries to rescue another company's product or project?